I wouldn't say that, but are, are, are finding it a challenge. A lot of it is boiled down to the fact that they don't, they're not clear in who they are. So they're not clear in who they're introducing and they're not clear in exactly what it is that it, they want or what they're looking for. And they're not clear on actually how relationships work anymore. No. I think everyone's a bit confused on what they're looking for and, and how relationships work. Um, and I think that's something that we should probably talk about at some point. But, you know, this, this idea of we just want relationships to go on dates and have fun and live the soft life and nobody's really talking about how, that, how, how you get to that place. And that place is it's not soft all the time. <laughs> I many, hate my father. Many, <laughs> many moments of hardship, um, and no one wants the to hear that. Part, the soft bits—they <laughs> they are few and far between. No one wants to hear that. No one. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Whatever it is, wherever you. Ah, oh, welcome back to the Couple School Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by the lady of self-love herself, Charmaine Lawrence. Hello, guys. Should I do my curtsy? Yeah, you should do. It's going to be a new thing now. <laughs> Every time. So, we have <laughs> an interesting scenario today. So, we're entering into the wonderful world of Tinder. <laughs> scenario reads, I have been single for a year now, and whilst I get a lot of attention at parties, I've managed to meet... Mr. Right. My friend suggested that I go on Tinder, which I joined six months ago. I love the game of swiping left and right and have been on many dates, but most guys I've met on there just want one thing. Am I undateable? Should I give up? Is she going on Tinder for dates? I think that's the wrong place to go for dates. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking the wrong, the wrong advice in the wrong direction, I it's think. It's the wrong place. Um, yeah. Um, no, I don't, I don't believe anyone's undateable. I mean, controversy, mm-hmm. um, but I don't believe anyone's undateable, but I do think she is going to the wrong place to find a date. Nobody on Tinder is looking for dates at all. <laughs> no one. I, I, I hear stories oh, well, of actually, Tinder. I tell a lie. My manager met his wife on Tinder. See, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. I, th- I think... I think Tinder, whilst it has its reputation, <laughs> should we say, its reputation, um, I don't think it's impossible. I mean, it's like the age-old thing of what they say is you can't meet a wife in a club way, way, way back in the day. Yeah, you can. You know? But you can. I mean, it all, it all, I think you just have to accept the race that you're in. If you're in, if you're going on Tinder looking for the love of your life, expect the fact that you're going to be swiping. Which way is... Re- I can't remember. Because I didn't do Tinder. I did... Um... I did Bumble. Well, whichever way it is, left or right. I did Bumble, You're going to be swiping a hell of a lot of no's more than the, the yeses. And of the yeses, you're still going to have to screen them to go through. I think you just have to accept accept the race that you're in. It's, back, like, it's like back in the day when you, were, when, you, when you went raving. You know, the chances are you could meet the love of your life in the club, but the chances were that you were more likely to meet the love for tonight um, in a club. <laughs> no. Not, not for life. Um, definitely, probably not one that you pick up to your mum. So you just got to accept your end. But I, I think internet dating is—I don't know. I don't hear. I don't hear much good about it. I'm over um, it these over days. It I think it started off as a as a good place because it started off with things like eHarmony, which was more of a like yeah, an old person's thing. 
No, it, but that was one of the first. E-Harmony was one of the first. It was really like lovely and sweet and like, you so know, you I heard, all these... When I first heard E-Harmony, I thought it was an advert for an old, purple, old people's home. I'm not, not going to lie. Like a bit like God's waiting room is a peaceful place to be. That's, 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 that's what I first thought it was. Compared to all the other ones, that's it is a peaceful first, place I to it was. be. I was like, E-Harmony, what's all that? <laughs> E-Harmony. And then, then I saw the advert and I got it. I get it. Um, yeah, but it was, it's lovely. It's like, it's really sweet. Like, you put in all these little things that you love and blah, blah, blah. All these other ones are, are basically you just doing a profile and then you're like, swipe, 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 swipe. Whereas at least eHarmony tries to connect you on your interests and stuff like that. What's that one that matches you based on the places that you've been or people that cross your path? Isn't that Tinder? No, Tinder's the one you swipe right, right. There's one that basically, it's almost like the app Oh, isn't that the you. one that's actually a sex one? No, it's like the app. I've heard people talking about it. It's, like, it's not Hinge. I don't know, but it's like the the app tracks you and it it matches you with people that have literally go the same routes as you to something. Absolutely something's. not seen that. That's quite. Actually, quite it's business. Um, but no, I don't think I. I mean, you can find it, but I think also I just don't like internet dating because I think you end up being more choosy than you would be normally. I think people end up being more fake than they normally would do. I think inter- the whole internet thing gives you an extra layer to hide behind. Mm. And then, and also, equally so, an extra layer for you to decipher. I think it adds problems. And, and the thing is, when people put on their likes and dislikes and what have you, like, I'm, I'm sure people are out there, well, I, I will consider it anyway, like, fabricating the thing, things that they like. You, you, all of a sudden, you write a bio and you realise, actually, I haven't got many things that I'm interested in. I've only done this and this. So all of a sudden, you're like, I like water polo and I like this yeah, and I like that. Exactly. You know? And then you're matched with people that actually like water polo and what have you. Like, nah. Yeah. I, I, and you've water polo once. Yeah, at school, <laughs> as, um, as, a, as a one-off day trip. Um, <sighs> she's asking if, she, if she's undateable because what? Well, she's asking if she's undateable because she's been single for a year. She gets a lot That's of attention. Well. She gets a lot of attention at parties, um, but hasn't managed to meet Mr. Right. And I think this is where I'm going to go to your Disney again. Um, I think Disney has, and the, and the internet has created a situation where people expect it to happen overnight. Like, they expect it to, you know, you declare yourself single one day and then all of these knights in shining armor line up the next day to win thy hand. You know, it's 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 not like that. In the day of in the day of convenience that we live in, you know, you're gonna have to accept you're gonna kiss a few frogs in order to find a few to find a prince. And in this instance here, you've only been single for a year. Yeah, um, so yeah, you've only been single for a year. And also, like, if you take a look at it, if you take a look at my analogy, you're going right. Well, you don't find a wife in a club. Like, you've gone to a few parties and you've tried Tinder. Two wrong areas, really, for you yeah, to be searching for um, a hubby to be. So, Can I throw something in there as well? This idea that, oh, I get a lot of attention. What, that has have no relevance on you finding a partner. Like, if you look attractive and you are dressed sexy, you are going to get attention. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you, you don't even have to be attractive. If you dress sexy, you're generally going to get attention. I think this idea that, oh, because I get a lot of attention means that I'm a good caliber or this guy is going to really love me or fall for me because I've attracted him with my sexiness doesn't necessarily mean that someone's going to be trying to find you as a wifey. So I think that's another thing. I think sometimes females, we are led to believe that we need to attract men with our, our physical 
and that somehow then if we if we do all these things to attract him then he's going to see the qualities within me and it's absolutely no not all the time like so this idea I, I i hear people say this all the time oh but i get a lot of attention or i get many people do this or i that it means absolutely nothing that doesn't mean that you know people are looking for a wife at a party or on tinder so yeah just to throw that out there like that bears no relevance in my opinion it doesn't i mean and and i think I say this to people a lot, if, you, if you're, you have to start with the end in mind. So if you are looking for a partner, what type of partner is it that you're after and what type of connection is it that you're after? And then base the places that you would like to meet said people on the answers to those questions. Now, if you have a, if gym is a serious thing for you and it's a way of life for you and you like doing physical activities and that kind of thing, then do activities that involve you going to those sorts of places and you will bump into those like-minded types of people. Mm. You know, if you're a fitness individual, but then you're looking for, you know, to find a wifey or husband in a club where you're going to bump into people that aren't conducive to what you would normally do on a normal day-to-day basis. You, 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 to me, you're just wasting your time. You're better off, you know, and I finished the book actually, Date You First. I finished writing it. Transcripts being proofread. But part of one of the things that I've, one of the concepts that I go through in that is to actually focus on you to find the person that you're going to connect with. The more you know you, the most vast majority of people that I speak to, that if they, I ask them to introduce themselves, wouldn't actually know how to do it. Mm. So they couldn't like they couldn't actually detail what they're good at, the things that they like to do, how they like to spend their time, what they like to spend their money on, favorite type, what type of holiday would would do it for them, and what they like to do where without the noise they couldn't explain that mm. but if you can't explain that how can you introduce it and if you can't introduce it how do you find someone that's conducive to it it all starts with you so we spend so much time because the internet and dating profiles and all the dating shows will talk talk to you about finding your person yeah my version is you find yourself first because even if you bumped into mr right or mrs right you could end up putting them off because you don't know what you're introducing them to or inviting them to connect to. Yeah. You know, you have to get that bit right, as in understand you and the ever-evolving version of you. So you can go, when you do bump into Mrs. Right or Mr. Right, as the ladies here is talking, you can go, well, you know, I like quiche, but I don't like chicken, you know? I like to go to cinema to watch these type of movies, you know? Mm. I like this part of a threat. I like police documentaries where they murder people, but I can't stand Chucky. It's understanding what makes you, you. So that you can actually show the person that you meet and go, well, this is me. And then they can go, well, actually, you's quite great. But I think a lot of people, you don't know who you are. So that's why the connections are not necessarily mismatched. They're just not, they're misunderstood. Because you didn't know you to begin with, so you didn't know that actually this person was your yin to your yang. Yeah, and also being very aware on why you're dating. Yeah. Like, are you what? What are you dating for? Are you dating for fun, relationship, marriage? Like, knowing exactly what it is that you're dating for. This, this, you know, am I dateable for what? Because I'm sure you're dateable for fun. I'm sure you're dateable for all of those things. But do you get what I mean? Be clear about what actually you're doing. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing it. You know, I feel like Why? as a woman, we also need to remember that 
we attract based on how what we put out there we don't need to be searching you attract and so if you're not attracting then there's something there's there's something that you have to change um and the things that you're talking about is uh, i've gone to this club and i've gone to clubs and i get lots of attention when i go to clubs and i've gone on tinder and you know i, I and you must be getting people on tinder you're just not getting the right people on tinder yeah, but it's all fake currency isn't it so it's like yeah it's like deciding you're going to australia but you go and change your money into us dollars it's no, it's yeah. it's of value, but it's in the wrong country, yeah. you know? and it's the same the same thing with this. You have to know what it is, as you said, and you have to know what it is that you're actually looking for. But know it to the T, so yeah. you actually know. Okay, well, maybe if I'm looking for this and this type of person, because I'm this type of person looking for it in this space, probably isn't the best idea. Yeah, and then you can change, you know. But yeah, I, I, I think the the vast majority of people I speak to that. I wouldn't say un, are unsuccessful, unsuccessful in, in love or finding a serious life partner. I wouldn't say that, but are, are, are finding it a challenge. A lot of it is boiled down to the fact that they don't, they're not clear in who they are. So they're not clear in who they're introducing and they're not clear in exactly what it is that they, they want or what they're looking for. And they're not clear on actually how relationships work anymore. No. I think everyone's a bit confused on what they're looking for and and how relationships work. Um, and I think that's something that we should probably talk about at some point. But, you know, this, this idea of we just want relationships to go on dates and have fun and live the soft life and nobody's really talking about how that how you get to that place and that place is it's not soft all the time <laughs> and there's I many, hate my many, many moments of hardship um, and no one wants the to hear that part, the soft bits they, they are few and far between <laughs> no one wants to hear that no one wants to really be open and honest they just see these pictures of fantastic relationships and, Disney and Disney. and that's a picture like I remember once like I posted the picture of me and Mr. Six Free and it was like a really lovely picture with holding hands in the car, driving on one of those things. And it's like, oh my God, it's so lovely. It's so great. Da, 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 blah, 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 blah. And literally, like, I'm not even joking, like three minutes after that picture was taken, we were arguing. <laughs> and I wanted to go, three minutes after this picture, guys, we were arguing. And who's taking a picture in the middle of an argument? No one. You're only going to post your best bits, right? But it's this fantasy world of, oh, that's so beautiful. I want that. But do you want the, the argument that happened three minutes later? Yeah, but you should. You yeah, should. but you should. But people, people don't. They don't like. They don't think about those things. Um, like I said, nobody is undateable. But I think you have to be very clear on um, what relation. What what is the type of relationship you want? What's the what are you dating for? Mm-hmm. Like you said, who are you? Who do you want in your life? And also, honey, what are the sacrifices you're willing to make in these and compromises you're willing to make? to be in these types of relationships yeah. what changes what changes do you need to make about you yeah because no one's perfect especially if you're especially if you're looking to obtain something that you don't already have mm-hmm. you need to understand that in order for that change to occur it's going to need to start at home with changing part of you and definitely ch- changing the standard or how you act in order to accommodate it you know there are so many people that I, I speak to that they don't look at having of, of starting a new relationship as changing anything. They because they automatically believe that they're entitled to this fantastic relationship and this fantastic life. 
But hear what you're trying to do. By starting something new, you are changing what you've got. Because it wasn't there to begin with. Mm. So you are changing your, 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 your circumstance. You're changing your world by adding a relationship to it. Change doesn't occur without change occurring first. Which means you need to look at yourself and go, what am I prepared to change about myself, the way in which I act, the way in which I react and the things that I'm doing mm-hmm. in order to accommodate the change that I'm trying to attract. And like what you're saying there about, about women, but it's also for guys. Like When you put out an advert, you, you attract what you invited into your world to begin with and that starts with your advert. Mm-hmm. So if your advert is saying, you know, I'm a player and I, I, I just, I just want to play around. Mm-hmm. Then don't get upset if all you are, all you end up meeting a part of yours. Yeah. No. If because but you need to check the advert because that's the constant vibration that you're 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 setting out. So you might need to take a look at yourself and go, okay, right, cool. Well, then if I want someone to look at me as an option to settle down with, maybe then I don't need to be raving from Thursday through to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Maybe what I need to be doing is looking at places where I can be. It's a bit calmer. It's a bit slower to slow yeah. down. Where I can have a conversation with people. Where I can actually in, put part of my personality out on the first meet, where they can actually get to know me and understand I'm not that type of dude. Yeah. Because other than that, people are just taking a look at the surface and going, "Okay, right, well, he's out all the time, and that's not what I'm looking for." Yeah. And they make a judgment based on the surface without actually getting to know anything underneath it because you didn't invite them in. Yeah. Um, there's a couple that um, I recently spoke to. Mm. They met at a club. <clears throat> they met at a club. They, mm. they fell in love. They got pregnant, had a baby. And um, he is now not happy that she still goes to the club. And I'm like, mm. oh, you know, what did you think was going to change? Why did you think well, that was going to change? Well, evidently he like, thought going to the club was going to change. <laughs> Why, though? Because you met her there. You go clubbing together regularly. Yeah. All of that was still happening. You had a baby, and somehow you felt that that was going to change without a conversation. That's a part of who she is, and that's, how she, that's what she enjoys. That's her social pastime. And now you are not happy, and now it's a deal-breaker. <clears throat> and um, and then the conversation I'm having is, well, before you had the baby, was there a conversation? There's this expectation that things are going to change because, you know, this situation is in, but it hasn't. And now we're at a deal breaker conversation because she's not willing to sacrifice that right now because she's she feels she's young and she wants to enjoy her time. And she has a family that are very supportive and... Um, you know, baby is spoilt mm. and she has the freedom to do these things and until they are like having multiple children where they have to kind of like really calm down she's not willing to do that right now so it's just kind of be careful you're looking for like you just said you're looking for a partner in and you find a partner in a club and you expect that that partner should change just based on that information so just know know your people know what you're looking for and have the conversation. You know what? That's a prime example of making sure that you articulate the changes as they happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you've said you said nothing at all, which actually said a hell of a lot. Yeah. You know, throughout the course of the relationship, because you've not said anything about her relation, her clubbing when you met. 
Yeah, but club together. Like the two of you clubbing together whilst you, whilst you're there, so the two of you are doing it. You just had this silent expectation that when a baby here, things would change automatically. Yeah. But just as you had an expectation that things would change automatically, she had an expectation that things wouldn't, and they would stay. You two would still be clubbing because you've got this crazy supportive family behind you that will babysit at a whim. So why would it change? Because yeah. that's something that we do together. You know, you've got no right in that respect, really, as far as I'm concerned, to just expect that you should have articulated that. You know what, babe? I'm all good with 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 Raven right now, but you know when a kid comes along, I'd like to slow down. Yeah. And I dropped that conversation way back when. Yeah. Right before the kid was there, <laughs> before you got to the situation now where you're upset in the corner because you're the one holding the bottle in the middle of the night and she's out there <laughs> raving, still on top of a speaker, like. I joke and I jest but I say something quite seriously in the sense of like I speak to people all the time that are caught and trapped in this situation where you've assumed something was going to happen yeah but you didn't say it and the joke is that in in the vast majority of cases that I've I've spoken to couples separately they would have been happy to had it been approached them at a point where it was a choice Mm -hmm. and sometimes what they and and they also said was like well now I feel like I have to fight my corner because I feel like you're making me do something and you're removing that choice. And that's the difference sometimes between people splitting up and, and staying together. Yeah. Because it's having those difficult conversations at the time the conversation is relevant before it becomes crucial is to say to me, you know what, babe, like, I didn't appreciate that. I don't like that. Or when this happens, I quite like our life to be like this. You know, And having yeah. these conversations in advance, not when... The proverbial <laughs> craps hit the fan, uh, and you know you're you're sat at home watching the the the, the day turn into the night turn into day, and, and she's, she's like, "Come on, baby, let's go." She ain't come home yet. Like <laughs> you haven't really got you haven't really got grounds to stand no, on. You know? Definitely not. And when you when you and also like when you, if you take a look at the context of the two of you met, you met in the club. She's been she's been consistent. You're the one that's changed. Yeah. You because know? you met in the club, she was raving. You then got together, you were both raving. Mm-hmm. You know? Now you've had a kid, she still wants to <laughs> rave. You know? But you're the one that's now saying, I, I'm, I'm not saying, down for that. Yeah. So, But it's a conversation you should have had when the two of you were raving, going, well, in anticipation of where I think this relationship is going, I quite like to have a kid at some point in time. But you see when the kid comes along, I don't really want to be raving. You know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, no one's not dateable. You are definitely dateable. But I think it's just look at, really be fine-tune what you're actually looking for, Yeah, I would say. I think the, the sentence here saying, should I give up, or sentence say question, should I say, sort of signifies your frustrations with bumping into dudes that aren't serious and yeah. going through situations that aren't serious. And, and it... it when you get constant, and it's not even rejection, but it feels like rejection mm. in that respect, it can make you feel like, oh, is it me? And in this instance here, I probably would say, yes, it is, but not in that sense of going, right, well, it's me that I've messed up or I'm not enough or I'm not dateable. It is you that with not being honest about what it is, that you're, who you are in terms of what you're looking for and where you're looking for it. And maybe you should give up Tinder and maybe you should keep up meeting meeting guys in parties, but maybe what you should also do is switch your agenda and switch your position and switch the places that you're going to 
So you meet someone that's more applicable to how you would like your life to be. Yeah. And right? don't rush. What's the rush? Exactly. It's only been a year and you're already getting frustrated. It's, it, it will come when it comes. Enjoy your life. Enjoy. There's, there's so much for me as a woman when I've left a relationship to become a single person. There's so much empowerment that you learn that when you realize that actually I can do this on my own and I'm really enjoying this and I'm building and you don't have anyone that you have to kind of focus on. So really enjoy that time while you have it because when you're in a relationship, there is things that you have to compromise on that you don't have to do when you're single. Mm -hmm. So use this time actually to really just enjoy who you are, enjoy your friendships and enjoy adventures. Um, and it will come if you're attracting people, the right person, the person will come, but you do need to know who you are. You do need to know what you're looking for and you need to you go to the right spaces to get yeah. that. Cause the joke is you probably met people that are compatible to what you want to do already. It's just that they might not vote voice their interest because of where you were and thought I made a judgment call on you could be, you know, or because you don't know enough about yourself right now or what it is that you're looking for that you didn't spot the signs or even spot the application. You know? mm -hmm. And the amount of people at times that, even in my, especially in my own life, that I found what I'm looking for when I'm not looking for what I'm looking for. When I'm just getting on with life yeah. and doing me and this and the other and focusing on my own happiness, that all of a sudden the right person, the right, right scenario to add to that happiness comes knocking on your door itself. Yeah. You know? So maybe what you need to do is to stop looking for him, start looking for you, let him find you. And he will. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. But get off of Tinder. It's not for you. Yeah. Anyway, that brings us to time. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for subscribing. If you haven't done so, please hit the button. It's down there. Yep. And also, don't forget the bell. That's up there. I'm sure it is anyway. It helps the infamous algorithm that the whole world seems to be wrapped itself around and <laughs> ticking by these days. So, can even make you or break you. So please, make us. Um, yeah, don't, don't forget to join us for Couple School After School next Tuesday at 9pm. 9pm, new time. deep into this subject. Taking your queries, taking your questions, taking your, your disagreements with Charmaine. That's what I'm really, gonna, I'm really hunting for. I really enjoy it. Trigger her. Trigger her. It's fun. Um, but yeah, don't forget to come, join us for Couple School After School. We really love the debate. Really love the conversation and the insight. It really does make our day and it helps the whole disagreements help us understand yeah they help us understand they help us broaden our perspectives and they give us a new way of looking at things that we probably didn't look at before and you know even as coaches we're still coachable so just for, don't forget couple school after school in the meantime you stay strong stay focused see you later guys peace